Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. Rip his heart out. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast, uh, presented by the Minute Media Podcast Network. I'm your host, Edub. Thank you for taking time out of your schedule to uh, to come hang with us, man. So we're excited that you're here. And uh, why don't you stay around? Stay a while. All right. (laughs) Um, If you are new to the podcast and you just stumbled onto it again, welcome, welcome, welcome. Take off your shoes. Relax your feet. Uh, This podcast where we talk Atlanta Hawks basketball, man. And uh, even right now, the Hawks aren't having the best of seasons. This is the avenue where which you can uh, contact and interact with the show and uh, we talk about we talk a little bit about everything. So this is going to be a, a mailbag episode. And uh, I'm going to answer some of the questions you guys sent out and just talk about some Hawks news. Um, Hawks don't play again until Wednesday, I believe. Um, I believe the Miami Heat will be in town and they have a, a two game series with Miami on Wednesday. And I believe that Friday, but I have to, I'll double check on that for you. But. First things first, man, make sure you connect with us on our social media platforms. We want you to connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at uh, HawksBeat. And thank you guys to everyone that uh, submitted questions. We got questions from Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and even some emailed questions. So I picked some that I wanted to kind of just talk about a little bit. And um, I'm going to go over those and just some... um, you know, just 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 some Hawks news. Uh, they they kind of were in the, the national spotlight again today. And I definitely want to talk about that because that is newsworthy. But make sure you're connecting with us on all of our social media platforms. And also make sure you connect with us and subscribe to the podcast. I don't know what you're listening on, but subscribe to the podcast. Let us know um, what you love about the show, what you hate about the show. Just make sure you give us five stars. <laughs> That's right. You can um, give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. And now you can even rate us on Spotify. So I go back and forth. I listen to podcasts uh, a lot throughout my day. 
And uh, I listen to, to Spotify almost as much as I listen to Apple Podcasts. So two very good platforms, and we are on both of them. So uh, make sure you go by and help us out. We would greatly appreciate it. All right. So um, let's get into it. Let's get into it, man. We're not, we, before we get into the questions, I want to address, I want to take maybe about three to five minutes to talk about the latest um, report that has come out about the Hawks. And I'll say this, I'm not going to do a podcast every time a rumor comes out. Just so happened, I'm going to do a mailbag and the situation or the article about John Collins came out. So I want to speak to that just kind of briefly before we get into our mailbag questions. So um, story broke today from Sham Sharania of The Athletic. And he was saying, look, the Hawks are, are deep in this thing for Ben Simmons. And uh, the names we have been, the names that we had been hearing were Cam Reddish, Gallinari, and maybe some draft picks or whatever the case may be. Today was the first time we heard John Collins' name. Um, And let me just read this this, uh, quote from his article in The Athletic. Um, He says, Collins... Um, okay. He says Collins has grown increasingly frustrated over his role in Atlanta. Multiple sources have told the athletic his shot attempts per game and usage rate have declined in each of the past three seasons. Even as the athletic energetic Collins has improved his offensive repertoire, the six, nine big man has challenged the Hawks locker room on multiple occasions to play team basketball and commit to one another this offense. I mean, one another this season. Oftentimes, Collins has felt his voice go unheard. Um, and then it talks about the quote that he said the other night. I banged my head on the wall a couple of times trying to figure out to myself. There's really no excuse. He said this, of course, after the Hawks lost to the Lakers. He said, all I can say is unacceptable. We have to dig down and do the things necessary to win or this is going to be the result every night. What do you think about this, Edep? So I'm going to pose that first question to myself. (laughs) Um, I will say this. Reporters are only as good as their sources. I believe Sham Sharania to be a very credible source. Um, with that being said, I, st- I always say you take rumors and articles like this with a grain of salt. Not saying that is not true. I'm just saying perspectives sometimes get lost in the nuance of what is actually going on here. Do I believe John Collins is frustrated? Do I believe he's frustrated with his role? Absolutely. <laughs> Do I believe a whole bunch of other players are probably frustrated with their roles as well? Absolutely. Do you think Trey likes to carry uh, uh, the offense by himself every night? And knowing that as soon as he goes to sit down, everything's going to go to (laughs) boo-boo? Absolutely. So it's it's not surprising that something like this would come out, you know? Um... When you're not winning, all of these things come to the shore, man. I'm telling you, they all come to the shore. As far as his numbers and um, him not getting the ball. Listen, I've said that for the longest time. I said that for the longest time, even last year. I said, I don't know what happens, 
But in the fourth quarter, I don't know why John doesn't get touches. I don't know why they refuse to run plays for them, for him. I could understand the frustration. Now, it's a lot different when you're winning ball games, right? Like, it's a lot different when you're winning ball games, you're in the playoffs, and okay, yeah, I only had three or four touches in the fourth quarter, but we won the ball game. It's another thing when y'all ain't winning, and y'all ain't winning. So, my thing is this what does this mean for John Collins? Does this mean that he's on the trade block? Does this mean he wants out of uh, out of Atlanta? To be honest, I don't know. I will say this, though. Everybody is fair game on that trade block except number 11. I will say that. Is it likely? I don't. If I were to guess, I wouldn't say a trading John Collins was likely. I don't think he's the top of the list for something or, or some of the players that have to go. I would put other players ahead of him. But do I think it's possible that they could trade? Yeah, it's possible. Do I think it's likely? I don't think it's likely. But if you're not number 11, it's a possibility you can get up out of here. <laughs> because this thing is rolling around one Mr. Trey Young. So, um, there's still a lot of time left. You can't actually trade uh, according to his contract or, or how things are worked. He can't actually even be traded until January 15th. And so there's still a lot of gray area there, especially when you come to, when you talk about Ben Simmons. If you want my opinion on Ben Simmons, I think that if the Hawks are going to make a move for them, they really need to take a long, hard look in the mirror and say, is this the guy we really want? Like, is he in a right mental space? Is he going to come in here with an attitude willing to work? Is he going to have that prima donna attitude where people just kiss his butt for four years in Philly? Because that ain't going to be the case. Because Nate ain't going to kiss nobody's butt. You come here, you're going to have to work, Jack. So, um, I think Ben Simmons would be a great addition to this team. I've been on record of saying that, you know. But you you got to see where he's at mentally. You got to see where he's at mentally. And look, bro, you're going to have to work on that shot. I'm sorry. You're going to have to work on that shot. For everything you do, you're going to have to work on that shot, bro. But, um, yeah, man. So, uh, I think the John Collins thing, it, it, when, when a story like this breaks, of course, it's going to make the rounds. It's going to make the rounds. But uh, I don't think this means John is a gun. I think, yeah, he's frustrated. But I think everybody's frustrated. So, I mean, what does that mean? You know, everyone's frustrated. Y'all ain't winning games. I'm sure Nate is frustrated. Everybody's frustrated. And, uh, I mean, he's got a right to be frustrated. I mean, I've said a number of times. I always said that I think they should run more pick and roll for John. You know, they run a lot of pick and roll for for, for Trey and Clint. I would like to see John get some of those touches, especially in the fourth quarter. I think they go away from him too soon. They, they always, oh, John don't get no plays called from him. Like, that ain't nothing to brag about. Like, get that man the ball. He's your most efficient player. But... That's something for them to figure out. That's something for them to figure out. We're going to take a quick break. And on the other side, man, we're going to get into some of these questions. And, uh, yeah, we're going to get into some of these questions and, and talk a little Hawks basketball. So you're listening to the Hawks Week Podcast. It's your man, E-Dub. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we are back. Uh, welcome to our mailbag edition of the Hawks Week Podcast, man. Let's go ahead and get right into it, man. Let's go ahead and get down with the get down. All right, first question. 
clearly the defense is a huge problem for us. Do you see us making any sensible trades, um, but the deadline that would help fix or turn around the season? Uh, absolutely. Um, we, we all heard the, um, we all heard the call from Travis. Travis is obviously frustrated <laughs> along with John Collins and a lot of the Hawks brass because they're not winning ball games. I totally think Travis is going to make a move. Do I think it's going to be a splash move? Possibly. One thing we know about Travis is that he's not afraid to pull the trigger. I don't know if you remember, but um, when before, you know, all the all the guys got here, uh, Trey was very frustrated with this team, with the bigs that that they had. And, and it was very frustrating. Trey was like, Man, I need some help. Trade deadline. Travis went out and got Clint Capella. Travis Labissier and Dwayne Dedman. Like <laughs> Travis is not scared to pull a trigger. So I definitely think moves will be made. Uh, I think everything is in play. Travis is a smart man. I trust Travis to do what is best for this team. I think he's built a good team. I just think between injuries and COVID, like he's just got a bad shake of it right now. Um, So he's going to have to play the balance between, okay, do I wait and just see if I can get some guys healthy or, or who do I stay? What do I do as far as like, you know, just guys who needs to stay around and who needs to go? One thing you know is this. You're you're stacked offensively. Offensively, you're a top five team. Like statistically, offensively, you're a top five team. Defensively, you're a bottom five team. So what does that tell you? You can sell some of your offense and bring back some of your defense. So to answer your question, your question was, do you see us making sensible trades? I do. I think. So let me do this. I'm going to give you a list. I'm going to give you six guys. All right. You guys listen. I'm going to give you six guys who the Hawks should make phone calls on. All right. I'm just going to give you six guys. I could probably give you more, but I'm just going to give you six for now. Ben Simmons, of course, we've talked about him at nauseum. Ben Simmons, you got to give him a call. See what you know what the deal is. Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart is the guy who can handle the ball for your second team defense. He is a good defender. Um, he's a guy that you, you you want him on your team. You hate him if he's not on your team, but you want him on your team if you can get him. All right, Marcus Smart. And while you're on the phone with him talking about Marcus, go ahead and ask about Jalen Brown too. Right, I don't think Jalen Brown's gonna be easy to move, but you gotta make the call. All right. Ben Simmons, Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown. I'm gonna give you two more. Robert Covington. Robert Covington is a stretch three in uh Portland. A good defender, good outside, reliable shooter. You need defense on the perimeter. You don't necessarily need a big that's going to block shots. I know a lot of people are in with, with Miles Turner. You don't need that. You need a you need perimeter defense that's what you need perimeter defense think about the hawks games when they're getting cooked by these guards they're getting cooked by guards they're not getting cooked by big men right you need perimeter defense um last guy is Corey joseph Corey joseph is uh kind of like a backup point guard in detroit um again you want some stability to run that second unit and you haven't got any um now i think if you don't make a move to get a backup point guard you gotta officially give that position to Delon or you got to run Sharif more. Lou's definitely not the answer. Lou needs to be out of the rotation. 
Love him to death. One of my favorite players of all time. But he's got to be out the rotation, man. Like, it's time to give those minutes to Sharif and let DeLon Wright play the play the backup point guard outright. So hope I answered your question. Those are the six names off the off the top who I would get who I would look at. Who I would give calls to. Ben Simmons, Corey Joseph, Jalen Brown, Robert Covington, Marcus Smart. Give those guys a call. All right. Next question. Can this team make the playoffs as a top six seed? Hmm. I will say this. There is a lot of basketball to be played. And so anything's possible. I mean, shoot, they can they could become a they could become a one seed. You know, that is possible. But is it likely? I doubt it. So if we're looking at the standings. You said, can they make a top six seed? Yeah, it's possible. They're five games out of the top six. Uh, right now, Cleveland has that spot at 22 and 18. The Hawks are 17 and 22. Um, they're tied. Well, no, they're, they're two games behind the play. They're not even in the play-in right now. They're 12th in the East. Um, I don't think it's likely for them to jump to six. I think it's possible, but I don't think it's likely. I think uh, they'll probably be in one of the playing games. Playing games are seven to ten, so I think that they will probably be in one of the playoff game playing games. <clears throat> and the way I look at it is like this: those top six teams right now, they're unequivocally better than the Hawks, without a shadow of a doubt. Without a shadow of a doubt, those six teams are unequivocally better than the Hawks right now. Chicago. Brooklyn, Miami, Milwaukee, Philly, Cleveland. As of now, I don't see how you catch any of those six teams. I just don't. Like, you're, Cleveland is a top five defensive team. Like, they're really good this year. They're 22 and 18. That mid-range, Toronto, Charlotte, Washington, Boston, you can, you can get up in there. You can get up in there. You know, the, you're two games. You got you, The Knicks are two games up on you. Can, you can, you know, that's not world beaters. The Knicks aren't world beaters. You can get up in that scrum. I don't think they'll be in the top six, but I think they can get to play in to answer your question. Thank you. Should Double O, our guy at Congo, should he be ahead of Capella? So much as I love Double O, as much as I love uh, the Congo kid, nah, he shouldn't. Not right now. Not right now. Um, first of all, you're paying Capella a boatload of money, so... <laughs> You, 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 that's just not how the economics is going to work. You know what I mean? That's just not how the economics is. Capella has not been what Capella was last year, but he's still very valuable. Still one of the better rebounders in this league. And that's something. Yes, he hasn't been finishing at the rim. Uh, Okongu definitely has a better touch around the rim. He's a better perimeter defender. But, uh, yeah, you still got to kind of go with Capella. Now, I would cut his minutes. I would let Okongu, like, get in there and get a little bit more. Uh, I kind of like playing Okongu and not fourth down the stretch. But, you know, I, I think you got to find a good mix of playing both of them. I think they both give you value. I think they both give you value. Don't get so much into who's starting and who's not. Focus on who's out there doing the big parts of the game. So, um, yeah. I don't think he should be ahead of, of a Capella right now. Next question. Should they run more 1-4 pick and rolls instead of 1-5? Glad you asked me that because I kind of mentioned that earlier. Uh, the 1-5 pick and rolls, of course, are the pick and rolls with Trey and Clint. 
that you see a lot of. You don't see as much one and four pick and rolls because there weren't a lot of one and five pick and rolls. Um, typically, when they win that one five pick and roll with, with Trey and Clint, John likes to post up kind of in the corner. The problem is that is if you run a lot more one four pick and rolls, um, where's Capella going to be? Like you can't spot Capella up in the corner for the corner three. <laughs> you just can't do that, you know. So I think you see that a lot more because John is able to space the floor. Um, but yeah, I, I, I personally would like it. But uh, how about running a one and five and let John play a little bit more small ball center? I would, I would be, I'll be up for that, you know. Let John play a little small ball center, but they haven't had the flexibility with the roster to really play John at the small ball center. Um, they've kind of just playing guys that like, you know, we, we saw what it went to with COVID, but I, I mean, that's why I think they haven't played as much more one for pick and roll to answer your question. All right. Well, let's see. Let's see. Duh, 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 duh. Why doesn't Sharif play more? Oh, this is an easy one. He's not ready. Like, he's not ready. Like, I would be in favor of him playing more. But, like, I'm not going to beat the drum. Like, the reason the Hawks are losing games because we don't have enough Sharif Cooper. That's not why. You want, you want to see him because he's a draft pick. But he's, he's not ready. He's not ready. Uh, would I play Sharif over Lou? Absolutely. Absolutely. Every day of the week and twice on Sunday. Would I play Sharif over DeLon at the point? No. I would still have DeLon at the, at the point because I don't think that we've seen what DeLon can do as the point guard. We've seen a lot of DeLon with Lou, with Lou running the point, but we haven't seen DeLon run the point with like Kevin Herter at the two, you know, or, or TLC or, or somebody, or another wing. I'd rather see that before um, I would put Sharif as the backup point guard. He's not ready. He's just simply not ready right now. Um, all right, let's see what else we got here. Oh, I got one for my guy, Yogi. All right, he says, E-Dub, should the Hawks make a trade or just be patient for health? I think the roster only played like nine games together this season. A panic trade could be dangerous. You're absolutely right. Could be dangerous. However, um, you're not in, you're not winning ball games. That's the problem, Yogi. And see, that's the problem. Like You can say be patient. But there's a small window. Teams have a small window. You have a very impatient owner. Tony Wrestler wants to win. And you can't just sit there and wait for guys to heal up and for guys to come back. Sometimes you just got to cut bait and be like, you know what, man? Like, we got to move. We got to move. So I think Travis is looking to find that balance. I don't think Travis is going to make a move just to make a move. I think if Travis makes a move, it's going to be calculated. It's going to be well thought out. And I think it's going to help this team defensively. I think that's what he is looking to do. Because we all, I mean, it's the same story. I, I said in my last podcast, I feel like all my podcasts are starting to sound the same because it's the same thing every night. Offense look good. Offense look decent. But they didn't get enough stops to win the ball game. And that's problematic. So, um, I, I mean, I, I trust Travis. I trust Travis to make the right decision. And I think that there will be a level of patience in that decision. But, uh, yeah, I, I think that uh, I think that uh, he'll make the right move. So, ladies and gentlemen, 
that is a wrap on the mailbag. We'll probably do another mailbag uh, closer to the All-Star break. Thank you guys for submitting your questions. As always, make sure you connect with us on all of our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, subscribe to the podcast. We appreciate your love and the support, all the retweets, and all that jazz. So, uh, like we always say, man, God is good all the time. All the time, God is good. So, if you don't know him, you need to find him, get to know him, and show him some love because that is all he is showing you. L-O-V-E, love. We out. Peace. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.